Hey everyone, my name is Marsha, the magic user, and I'm here with Life the Barbarian. Wait, fuck. <laughs> we have changed roles today. <laughs> Logar the thief. <laughs> Lights the barbarian. <laughs> and I've been listening to a lot of uh, Wonderwall lately. Wonderwall. Wait, is that what it's called? The the was the, Wonderwall. Is that the Oasis song you're talking about, or am I? Am yeah, I... it's oh, the only okay. one by them. I really know. <laughs> I remember when it came out, it was super popular, that album. And everybody said that they were like the, the next Beatles. Beatles or something. I was like, yeah. what? They got like an album out. Exactly. That was and it. are they now? I, I, don't, I, know. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> Did they put out a second album? They saw this like rom-com movie called Yesterday. And it's about this guy who like everyone else forgets the Beatles, but he remembers the Beatles. And so. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. One was, yes. That one was, was pretty funny. Yeah, yes. that was good. That was good. What kills me is that like throughout the movie, they tease like he played Wonderful at his middle school talent show to like woo his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so I thought the climax was going to be like, oh my God, no one else remembers Oasis. He's going to sing Wonderwall to his girlfriend and they're going to get back together. <laughs> but never happened. So I was like, okay, that was for nothing. Oh, Sad faces. <laughs> the one shot, one shot, one shot wonders is what they used to call. You'd get a good hip song on the radio and then then you'd never hear from them again. Well, but what, what about our one shot, one shot games? So a one, a one shot adventure, a one oh, evening adventure? One night, one night and one night only. There is this game. We've done a couple of those for the holiday games. Yeah, we've done I've, we've done quite a few. I find it easier to do. Hey, we're gonna play like a short, shortened adventure, like two or three weeks. You can do more with it. <laughs> right. So there's um one shots, one night versus uh ongoing multiple campaigns. And so, what are your thoughts in regards to designing a good one shot or one night event? I think. There are definitely some already pre-made adventures that are primed for one shots. One of them is the desecrated temple of Lo- was it Losha? Was it wasn't it the creek the god's name? Uh I forget now. <laughs> and uh that's a good one. That worked real well. We we rolled up characters real quick with Nave. I just threw everybody into that that dungeon and they had a we had a great night. It was wrapped up in time. There wasn't a lot of complications. They they went through the dungeon itself and kind of explored and found things pretty quick. But we but it worked well for a one shot. I think that when I approach game, most of the time I'm thinking of an ongoing campaign because I'm used to playing a lot of ongoing campaigns over the years and getting out of that mindset. I have to kind of adjust. <laughs> yes, Marcia. Absolutely. What are your thoughts on this one? So actually, I play a lot of one-shot games because, like, it's hard for us to get together, especially, like, between, like, uh, college and, like, we're, like, living apart in the summer and all that. So we've played actually a lot of, like, Grand Howard games, like Honey Heist or stuff like that, where mm-hmm. it's pretty cute and it's, like, nice to, like, get drunk or just, like, kind of chill while playing it. And I like how, like, open it is. And I know it's, like, very, like, normy kind of stuff. And so, like, I also like playing more, like, old-school adventures that are, like, more, like, short and nice to kind of, like, Play one go too, but shout out to Honey Heist. Well, yeah, and I think that there are certain games that lend themselves to a one shot better than others. Like if you're gonna take Pathfinder and have oh everyone roll up a character for the night, <laughs> no, that's usually slip, the night. That's, that's usually not the night. night. <laughs> yeah, slip my wrist on that one. <laughs> um, 
But we had to take Nave or Cairn. Those are good systems to do one shots with because they're pretty quick to make a character with. Or even Mouse Ritter. I've, I've heard a lot of positive res- people saying really good things about how quick it is to set up and how quick it is to get playing. Those are good systems for running a one shot. I think sometimes if you're going to run a one shot. You might want to consider what the system is, if it's appropriate for a one shot or if it works well for a one shot. Cause like for sure, a lot of the older traditional, like more trad role-playing games have been around for the last few decades have volumes and volumes, you know, big, massive books for your main book. Maybe not the best things for one shots. A lot of the stuff people are cranking out in zines and on itch.io. There's some great stuff for one shots there. <laughs> for sure. And like you said, like I've had to do like D and D one shots before, like, 5e specifically where it's like you're gonna make me make like a fucking whole character just so we can like play for like four hours no thank you (laughs) i'll be honest like basic fantasy rpg and swords and wizardry i think are two of the best for doing one shots if you want to do basic DD type regular DD type stuff they roll up quick even if you do have pre-gens there's not as much information on there it's not as complex you don't have to find as much on your sheet Absolutely. Things like that. I think those are slightly better approaches for doing your traditional but D&D style game. But things like Nave is almost made perfect for running a D&D type game. You just don't have the classes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's actually really like Nave because like I played it once as like um, a very simple like D&D campaign for like a couple like sessions. And I like how simple it was. I have like some like quips with the math being kind of like too broad for player end almost because it's like you have bonuses and defense it's like well what do you use each one for and i was like i'm really sorry don't worry about that i'll worry about that (laughs) but like i like how easy it is just as far as like just add numbers just add numbers don't worry about it yeah yeah i mean for uh, one shot games you know i I prefer doing pre-gens for people that way we can just get into the game itself versus trying to spend an hour or more rolling up characters during the session itself so i usually try to talk with the players beforehand get, get an idea like you know when we we're playing what was it barbarians of the ruined earth you know i just pretty much said hey here, here's some options people pick and then i just give them pre-gens and then go with it and i think we we've done similar for some of the other games you just use auto pre-gen <laughs> online rollers to, to roll quick characters so we can just get into the game quicker well i uh, to that like mcc and dcc have their the introduction of their concept of the funnel where you play all these different characters they have online generators and they have little cards little character sheet cards like a lottery ticket where you can scratch Scratch, off yeah (laughs) yeah and those are great for one shot i love the idea of the lotto ticket card i'd love to get a stack pad of those i don't have any that's fun and but it's cool and because of that element of the the funnel, that's an ideal system to run one shots with. Absolutely. I have done a few DCC MCC one shots with folks in the past and they go, you know, it's a fun little game. It, it works well. I think it's fun to kind of have like the multiple characters where it's like you're like spending characters almost. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, this trap or like walk in this weird hallway. It's like, it's okay. You have like four of them to worry about too much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can have one, one die disabling that trap. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different style of play, whereas normally you're running a campaign, you want to build up your character, you want to you want to level up, you want to get more powerful items. I'm not saying you don't want to do that in your one shot, but if you're playing a one shot, there's a funnel. Right. Part of the fun, you got your, your, your fellas are dying. Part of the fun is dying. I think we did it. Did a funnel once, like where you 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 ended up, all, you had I, one character that had a pig. 
Yes, as one of their items. The only thing that survived was the pig. You the pigs. The pigs survived. All my characters died. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we ended up taking the pig forward in in the game as an NPC. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that happened. So one shots. uh, Approaching doing a one shot. It's got to be approached slightly different when you're prepping as a dungeon master. And some of the things I like to do, which leans into player autonomy, I like to, what I like to do is like to throw out a situation and be quiet and listen to see what everybody comes up with. I listen to the table as they discuss things, ask questions, plan. Yes. And sometimes that takes up a lot of time and then you're doing a long campaign. It's okay if we don't get super far linear story wise, like along that line, because we're doing all this other play where I'm not in charge as a DM where everybody's kind of racking their brains, coming up with creative things, trying to solve things, working together to come up. And that all is probably present in both, but you can take a lot more time with that in a campaign. Whereas in one shot, you kind of got to keep it moving so we can wrap it up at the end of the night. (laughs) Exactly. Because with uh, one shots, especially if it's just one evening, one session, you know, you want to try to have a start and the end. It's terrible when you get partway through an adventure. It's like, oh, it's about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Everyone needs to leave. And it's like, we haven't finished the adventure yet. So it feels like a bit of a downer. We've done, I did that recently with, uh, we did Battle Tech down here a few months ago. Oh, and with Justin? My, yeah, it was my first time playing Battle Tech. We, I feel that we probably need a lot more time to play this game than we oh, actually had. <laughs> it is not one that's going to move fast. It was fun. It was cool. I would like to play some more Battle Tech. I actually enjoyed it. I could see myself getting into this game. <laughs> but it may not lend itself as easily to a one night game unless you like do a quick skirmish or escort yeah. mission or something like that. That's from what a... we did. We just did the one quick skirmish and, the, and it took a long time. I, I, I know there's got to be rules like quick versions of strategy like style games like that out there. I don't know what they are. <laughs> well, the battle talk. Tech in particular, since it's a mini tabletop game, it's more of a traditional wargaming, and those take a lot, a lot longer too, <laughs> to yeah. play through. So, but you know, again, with one shot, one evening games. I mean, you know, for me, it's like you got to think about how many encounters can you do in one evening, and how many areas can you explore, and how many rounds of combat can you have. So, for me, if you're doing like a one evening game, you can probably only do a small mini exploration of like, like maybe 10 to 12 rooms with like, you know, three to four encounters and then maybe right. two or three combat sessions tops, depending if you have like, say, four to five players. Otherwise, you're going to blow past one evening pretty quickly. <laughs> when it comes to like running combat, I think that's something to consider. You're right. That is something to really think about when you're doing a one shot because something like Pathfinder 5th Edition, they tend to have more actions you can take. They tend to combat teams to be for me and my experience in playing those combat takes a lot longer than some of the more rules light, or even some of the old school games where you just kind of move on. We're not using individual initiative, not tracking individual initiative. When we do it, I find that speeds it up. Being able to save time on combat helps if you're running a one shot. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause like there's way too many like fiddly bits for like, Pathfinder 5e3e where it's like you have all those actions it has many steps to them whereas like if you're just playing like a more basic like bare bones thing it's like okay we can take turns as sides you have to like work together as a team to do stuff I think it's both faster and also kind of more fun because of the more freeform structure lets you do more stuff for the constraints of the game 
One thing I've tried to do is I've tried to make the climax something that you can kind of bring in quickly to end a game. So I kind of like, okay, for example, we did Dark Places and Demogorgons and everybody played students at a Catholic high school. And I like the whole like exorcist demon type horror. So I kind of went with that, but I, we, I'm not going to lie. It was silly. And uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though, because it was like 80s retro horror movie. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, we picked one of the players to be secretly possessed when the others didn't know. <laughs> and so I kind of. It's a little bit like Betrayal at the House of Haunted Hill type of game. You know, you, I love that game. Yeah, it's, that's a That's an awesome game. <laughs> and uh, and by the time the exorcism occurred, my planned ending was always that the woods behind the house when when the person was exercised the uh it would the the demon would go possess the bigfoot that lived in the woods and they'd be attacked by a possessed <laughs> bigfoot <laughs> and the, the ending climax is they see the possessed bigfoot coming at them and i ended the game there <laughs> right and then you know that, that's one that we might pick up again in the future where we left off which is you know well bigfoot. we did well we didn't we didn't finish the bigfoot line we did we did the game like what six months later i mean yeah the, we the characters did six months later six, six months later for the characters so <laughs> that's so fun yeah, and actually, uh, fellow worker Nick, who was the possessed one, is the one who actually ran the uh, the the sequel. So we had right. we had fun with that <laughs> one shot. Most of a, a lot of our one shots for a while were mostly holiday games because we like to do holiday games. Like, oh, yes. it's Thanksgiving, it's Halloween, it's it's you know, St. Patty's Christmas Day is coming. We're gonna <laughs> do the Orcus uh, Frog. I put out a bunch of Orcus Christmas ones and stuff. That's so <laughs> yeah. fun. So yeah, it, we Halloween, we're all like Dark Places and Demogorgons. We've done a few times. I think we've done uh, Vaccine once. We did Vaccine once, yep. And I think this year, are you going to run Liminal Horror for yeah, this think, Halloween this year? I think we're going to, I'm going to try to do Liminal Horror this year for Halloween. And maybe we'll Excellent. do, do I'm ex- them all. I'm excited about that. I, I actually recently spoke with uh, with Goblin Archives, who wrote Liminal Horror about the mall, and I'm excited to play the mall. I, I, the really... problem is the mall. I don't think we can finish the mall in one night, though, because it's so um, big. <laughs> so, I, so we're talking about. So that's the perfect thing to talk about. We're talking about running a one shot. I ran Pound of Flesh in yep. one shots. It is, it is beautiful. You can do a whole campaign in this thing. I had to, what I did to run it as a one shot is I focused on one or two aspects that stood out to me and kind of made sure I knew the area, knew the stuff they would run into. So I could kind of read through it a few times so I could respond. Right. I kind of had my main, okay, this is where we're going with this. This is, and what I did for that was I said, okay, you've got, name it, give me a name. And they gave me the name. I think we ended up with Peter Mayhew or something like that. Was, uh, yeah, was who they had to save and they were their whole point was to go in here and i and i had peter mayhew be at the one place in the ship that i thought was interesting to explore they had to go find their way there go down save him or find him and not save him whatever however it turned out because i ran it a couple times and it turned out different ways <laughs> um but just sometimes it's a little railroad just throwing out that objective you come in this is your objective Yep. And then you can walk exactly a few elements that you liked in there. You can't hit it all up, but reading enough of that to be able to go, oh, well, I know what's here because I've read through it. I can, I can, I can roll with the punches as a DM. 
that's what you got to be able to do is kind of improv and roll with punches a lot as people yes. throw you curveballs. <laughs> oh, especially to be able to get it through in like a one one shot in one night for four hours type yeah. of game. So, you know, we may play this one instead. This is the uh, Satanic Panic. <laughs> the Satanic Panic at Crowley Place Mall. Oh, there's two mall ones. Well, this is from a different publisher, but it's a little bit shorter module. So, again, trying to fit in the number of encounters, number of combat sequences, and the number of exploration you have is trying to right size, in this case, the size of the mall that we're going to. And I think one thing, too, is like if you're running something like that, how many of the encounters are necessary? Sometimes they're just that you can make well, it's background fluff, it down yeah. <laughs> yeah and then oh well i've got these to pull out if we're running too fast or too short on time i can throw them away or pick this one up <laughs> could you tell the people marcia where they can find you online yes you can find me at traverse fancy on twitter or traversefancy.blogspot.com as always you can find us on facebook search wildbies and wizards wildbies and wizards.com is our blog i'm on twitter at logar we're on patreon you can really support patreon.com backslash wildbies and wizards and keep those dice rolling roll them fast